Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. Right now. Right now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. We see the wrong thing, on 97.3 The Fan. Yeah, you got satin shoes. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Keep on. Well, it's a beautiful, beautiful Thursday morning. Throwback Thursday here on Ben and Woods. Good morning, everybody. Let's get our heads right. Not too difficult this morning to get your head right. Phenomenal, phenomenal outcome yesterday. Was it? Wasn't it phenomenal? I don't know. I was just trying to be angry. No, there's nothing there's to be no upset about. No reason to be upset at all. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. And. 
your friendly neighborhood sports anchor. He's very tired. He's very overworked. I fear slightly burned out is Ben Higgins. Good morning. Then I've got some outstanding news for you. Because after it feels like going just nonstop, days on days on days on end, guess who's taking the rest of the day off after the show today? That would be yours truly. I am uh, I am not working TV tonight. Good for you. Uh, that's because I am going to work tomorrow. Jump in on a Friday with a game three, and yep, uh, we got something pretty cool happening at Petco Park we as do. well that we can talk about. But um, yeah, I'm going to take the rest of the day off after this morning. It's it's like you're on this ride, and it's a it's a roller coaster. It's up, it's down, the twists, the turns of a postseason run, and I imagine it's like this for any fan base, but. I don't know. For Padres fans in particular, the fact that it's been so long since we've had a journey like this, it definitely feels a little bit more hair-raising as we go along on every single day. I mean, there's so much drama with this team, with this postseason. It's absolutely incredible. Well, i got to imagine, you know, I watched uh, after after the Padres game, which we will uh, explore, dive into pretty much the entire show. I watched some of the uh, Yankees-Astros, and I thought that same thing. You know, the Astros have made the ALCS now. This is the sixth year in a row. Obviously, the Yankees have a lot of postseason uh, appearances. I think two pretty uh, vocal, rabid fan bases. But you got to imagine that there are people in Houston that are like, nah, just watch it on TV. Like, I don't I'm going to drive down. Nah, let's just watch it on TV. They're spoiled. Everybody come to my house. We'll just watch it. It's just an ALCS game, right? Like, let's just. But for us, man, here in San Diego, uh, you saw people in the streets yesterday. It was bananas. So, uh, obviously, very happy. Uh, what a game. What a game. We will we will definitely talk about that today. But So, you're going to take the rest of the day off today. So, you're done after this. Correct. What are your plans? I'm playing golf. With my brother. Isn't that interesting? Because I would have thought today would have been a day you went home, curled up under the covers, and went to sleep. But golf is the relaxing. It is, yeah. Just get outside and just play a little bit, and then then I can go curl up. It's well, yeah. Because not like I'm going to be up until midnight. What, so. You should go try to go to bed by 9 tonight. I will. You should. That's, oh, that's absolutely like the nine, plan. 9 p.m. I, now, I'm I'm getting weird with the superstitions again. I have not played a round of golf since like two Mondays ago. So this coming Monday will be three weeks. Also happens to be the last time I touch my golf clubs. Haven't practiced, haven't putted, haven't done anything. I want to go hit some balls today. I'm scared to. Just because because you feel like you're going to. Tomorrow. (laughs) I'm scared to. So you touching your clubs today. Yes. Could unravel this whole thing. All right, can we make a rule? On an off day, you can do whatever you <laughs> yes, want. Absolutely. Back to the uh, superstitions on the day of on game days. Yes, I think if you do more than that, you're actually somewhat mentally unhinged. Superstitions is that are for a real game days. stretch, Ben? For me, is it a real, <laughs> real stretch for me? Um, I'll say this too: uh, it's been my wife has been phenomenal uh, through all of this. Like. She knows we're supposed to go to a wedding in Dallas, uh, not this Friday, but next Friday, which would be here in, here Dallas. in Dallas. Yeah, it's, strangely enough, it's actually not here in Dallas. I actually have to fly to Dallas, Texas for a wedding. Um, and I, I, she knows. Park in Little India. You park in Little India. 
go through St. Louis and then get here in Dallas. Um, she knows, yeah, if the Padres are in the World Series, you're not going. Like this morning, she had my dirty clothes. She goes, are you going to need this stuff if we end up going to Dallas? I go, yeah, I probably will. She goes, okay, I'll take it to the dry cleaner for you. I was like, look at you. What a sweet, sweet angel you are. Uh, but I'm, I'm really, really praying that the Padres are in the World Series for a multitude of reasons. That may be number one, that I don't have to fly uh, to Dallas for a wedding. Game one of the World Series. So what a, uh, what a very special day. Yesterday it was here in San Diego, Benny. Here Certainly in Dallas and San Diego. Started as though it might be a, a really depressing day, though. One where you felt like it was all kind of going up in smoke. All the good feelings that we had built over the last couple of weeks were going to unravel over the course of one just rotten, unlucky, just despicable inning that you're going. No, oh, this is is this how it, this is all going to turn out after everything that we've gone through? We got to live through a game like this where they're going to get clobbered and nothing's going to go their way. So what what grit and determination by the Padres to come back? Uh, you know, not that every team wouldn't try to dig in in a postseason game down whatever. You know, this is this is what it comes down to. But I I was so impressed with yesterday's performance. When you get down like that against a tough pitcher to come back and, and win that game, it really tells you something. It really does. Uh, I saw so many uh, friends and, and Tier 1s in the audience yesterday said hello. I had my little guy with me. So um, what a what a weird, weird and fun and special day that we had. One of my favorite things that ever ever happened to me, I think. It was really, really special. So my wife had told Bo, hey, your dad is going to get you a ticket, and he's going to come bust you out of school. So I didn't do, like, the surprise walk up to the school and, hey, dad is going to take you to the game. But when he saw me, he was they were in the garden uh, when I pulled up, he tore ass. Uh, Dada! And he ran. And are we still going to the game? I go, yeah, we're going to the game. So he was so excited. So I get him in the car. We head down to Petco Park. And uh, we're early. You know, we're early. We get down there, and we park. And I take him up to, uh, it was hot, man. We walked in, we kind of walked around, went out to Gallagher Square because he wanted a hit. And um, actually, no, the first thing we did, I took him up through the media entrance because I wanted to show him the press box. I wanted to see if if, uh, Jesse and Tony were there. They weren't, but I took him into the box. I showed him kind of the view. I said, now here's where they do the radio calls. He's, oh, is this where you and Ben work? I go, no, no, Ben and I don't work here. We have that studio. He said, well, this, you know, it's cool. Good, you know, good view. There's the Phillies. I go, yeah, there's the Phillies. So, dude, we are waiting to get on the elevator to go down. The elevator door opens. Trevor Hoffman walks out of the <laughs> elevator door. What's he? I'm like, Hoffy. And we bro hug. He's like, is this your little man? And Bo's just standing there looking up at him. He's like, look at this guy. I mean, you look like an all-star. And he bumps his fist. <laughs> man, I got, I've almost got tears in my eyes. Trevor is the coolest, kindest, nicest human being alive. Doesn't have to be. He's a Hall of Famer. Just just as could be. So we go down to Gallagher. We walk by the statue. And Bo goes, Dada, who's that? I go, that's the guy you just met in the <laughs> elevator. That's his statue right there, right? That's, like, that's is not, not an experience you have very often. That's exactly You walk right. by a statue, and who's that? You just met him. That was him. Yeah. Five, he's like, no way. Right. Like, yeah, you walk through Washington, D.C., and you point at George Washington. Who's that? Well, well yeah, you didn't just meet him. No, it you, was <laughs> it was so cool. So we go out to Gallagher. Now, what I didn't realize is they're not doing the little kid bit 
during the playoffs. That is just a standing around bar area. So he was pretty bummed about that. As I said yesterday, most people at this point, the kids get left at home yeah, when they're that kids age. Kids are behind. Yeah, kids left behind. <laughs> so then we go, I'm like, you know what, man? It is really hot. Let's go up to our company, Odyssey, has a suite. We're not uh, super, uh, inv- we're not invited, but we just go up there and crash it as need be. Go up and get a bottle of water or something. So I took him up there to cool off. All of a sudden, I get a text from Ben. Ben goes, did you see Clev's tweet? And I go, no, I didn't. So I go to Mike Clevenger's Twitter page, and it says, at the Stephen Woods, using the victory fish juju today. And I swear to God, my heart almost stopped. So my son, when we interviewed Clev a couple of weeks ago, had made a picture, drawn a a card for Clev, because he loves Clev. Long hair, pitcher. You know, a guy that does his own thing, that's that's my son. That is my son in a nutshell. He loves Clev. So he drew him a card. Now, Clev, the day he got the card, he got sick, then didn't pitch great, and I'm like, oh, God, we got to burn this card. Clev said, using the victory fish juju today, before yesterday's game, and there's a uh, like a boomerang of him opening the card, holding it up to the camera. I was blown away. Bo could not believe it. Couldn't believe it. He's like, that's my card, Dad. I'm like, yeah, that's your card. They get down 4 nothing. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, are we the, unluck- the unluckiest, unluckiest victory, victory fish, fish ever? 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 <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I like, and I, I'm like, bro, don't touch me, please. Like, I don't want to break <laughs> Bo, my arm you're not going to be able to do any more drawings or anything. Ever. Never again. But sure enough, man, they come back and win that game. And I tweeted Clev after them. I'm like, maybe you shove that thing in the old carry-on. What a cool, cool experience. And getting to take Bo for uh, his first his first playoff game was just magical. It really was magical. We had such a great time. It was so uh, amazing, as you said. Just all the Tier 1s that were there yesterday. I mean, I must have stopped and taken 50 pictures with yeah. people as I'm walking through the concourse. Thank you all so much for listening and uh, caring and wanting to even say hello. It, it means so much to all of us, uh, people just walking by. We were sitting out on uh, the auxiliary press box which is down the left field line, and people would just walk up, and they could go on right by. They're like, oh, hey, it's Ben and Paul. Hey, guys, you know, love the show, Tier 1, listen all the time. It was, uh, it was a really cool day. So I was like five rows in front of you guys with Bo in the Ox box, and I didn't know you guys were up there. I didn't know you were down there either. I was sitting in front of Coach and Braden and Sammy Levitt, and uh, as soon as, I mean, I... I, gra- I grabbed Bo at the top. He wanted to go at the top of the fifth and was like, Dad, I'm ready to go. So we walked around. We saw a little bit of the comeback before we had to get in the car. And as soon as we got in the car, he passed out. Now people are probably listening going, oh, my God, how how could you miss it? I'm going to say this right now. I don't care. All I want is wins. I don't care if I'm there to see him. I, I want to be able to hear or see on TV or be in the ballpark for wins. But being in the ballpark for me when he was ready to go, there's no way. There's Iron- no way you can do it. Ironically, I was not there for the comeback either. I was headed back for our Channel 10 coverage on the roof of the Marriott. And basically, my walk from Petco Park to the Marriott and back to the roof is when everything happened. So Pauly was he, he was convinced I needed to get up. Every time I got up from my seat in the ox box, I did so in the bottom of the second to grab some <laughs> bottled waters for everybody. That was nice of me to bring that back bottled nice water for everybody. That's when Drury and Bell hit the back-to-back home runs, and I get back and Polly goes, that. "Yeah, Polly goes, you need to, you need to just stay away." 
But then I sit there for a couple more innings and nothing happens. And then I will get up again to go Channel 10 coverage. And, of course, middle the Padres of the fifth, rally for five runs. Yeah, yeah. middle of the fifth. So. I'm, I'm good from now on going down, doing our you know quote-unquote work, which really is nothing but standing around shaking hands. And then I'm good leaving. Like, I, I really am because uh, it's happened a bunch this offseason. I, I think at home I'm, I'm undefeated. I think I'm undefeated at home. The time we went out and raged, we lost to Jacob DeGrom, right? The time well, – I'm trying to remember what I did for uh, game one against the Dodgers. Where was I then? What night was that? That would have been on Tuesday of the previous week, right? Yeah. I probably watched that one at home. So maybe I'm like 5-1 and one at home, which is still very good. So, look, I, I had the time of my life yesterday. The place – I will say this, man. Driving up yesterday, I thought to myself, man, oh, God, we're going to get roasted today. And I didn't mean by the 95-degree heat. I meant we're going to get roasted nationally by people going, look at this, playoff game in San Diego. You guys got 25,000 people there. Dude, first pitch, Bo had to put his hands over his ears. I looked around Petco Park. That place was bumping, bumping. Yellow towels everywhere. San Diego, you showed up in the middle of the day on a Wednesday, 90-degree heat. You're incredible. You're incredible. And I really thought, Ben, I was going to see 10,000 open seats yesterday. I really did. I didn't. I did not see it at all. we got a fun show uh, coming up here until 10 o'clock today, obviously focused on the Padres and their playoff run. We will also talk to our friend John Marks from Philadelphia as the series shifts to Citizens Bank Park for Game 3 tomorrow. And I do want to remind everybody uh, that's listening in our 6 o'clock segment here that if you want to join us starting at 6 a.m. tomorrow, we're going to be at Ballast Point Little Italy broadcasting live. So we'll give you details as we go along, but I just want to make sure everyone who listens early maybe is going to be up early tomorrow and is in the downtown area uh, come by, say hi, uh, catch some of the show at Ballast Point Little Italy tomorrow morning, broadcasting all day. So uh, we'll get into where the series stands. We got our Padres wrap up with all the highlights at the bottom of the hour of the amazing comeback. What a day at Petco Park. It's Ben and Woods, and this segment is brought to you by the Golf Mart. We'll come back with the Daily Diddy and get rolling here on a Thursday right after a check of traffic with Kelly on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You good, t Money? Count me up, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real one's been dying, the fake ones is lit, the game is all balanced, I'm back on my sh- the Bentley is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick. I'm all in my bag, as hard as it get, I do not store powder, I might take a sip, I might hit the blunt, but I'm liable to trip, I ain't popping no pill, but you do as you wish, I roll with some fiends, I love them to death, I got a few mil, but not all of them rich, what good is the bread if my dick is broke, what good is first class if my dick can't sit, that's my next mission, that's why I can't quit, just like LeBron get my dick more chips, just put the rollie right back on my wrist, this watch came from Drizzy, he gave me a gift, back when the rap game was praying like this, to act like two legends, Cannot coexist, but I never be for the for nothing. If I smoke a rapper, it's gonna be legit. It won't be for clout, it won't be for fame, it won't be cause my sh- ain't selling the same. It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers, it won't be cause some slid in my lane. Everything grows, it's destined to change. I love you, little n- I'm glad that you came. I hope that you scrape every dollar you came. I hope you know money won't erase the pain. To the OGs, I'm thanking you now. I was watching you when you was paving the ground. I copied your cadence, I mirrored your style. I studied the grace, I'm the greatest right now. If you feel me, you ain't got a choice. Woodsy with the Daily Diddy selection today. My favorite, favorite hip-hop song of all time. Underdog Week. You do like this song. My favorite. Number one. Middle, huh. middle child. I, you know, I'm, not, I'm not as familiar with it, although it sounds kind of familiar to me, as though I've I've heard this oh. before. Have I heard yes. this before? Yeah, you know, uh, it is a throwback Thursday. <laughs> we like to go through the archives yeah. and, you know, find something... Typically, at least a year old, like right around this date, yeah. on this date in Ben and Woods history. And I guess Woodsy just couldn't help himself because we are throwing it back to May of 2022. Good. Oh, Woods this, picked this song also. Wow, you pulled a Ben, that. huh? You pulled a Ben and picked the same Daily Diddy song twice. But you know what? Middle child. It's not bad. I like this. It's fantastic. This is good. This is good. I just added it to the Spotify playlist, and I got a notification. This oh, is already this is in already your in. Daily okay. Diddy playlist. Right. Well, listen. But I will add it anyway. We got a double. We got a double. So I was um, I was doing my Channel 10 stuff after the game yesterday, and uh, Wale, who's our new anchor, uh, check him out, Wale Aliou, uh, that uh, just joined us uh, last week, was asking, so... What is the, like, how do the teams feel now going back to Philadelphia? And I thought, honestly, probably both teams are fairly happy with where they are right now in this series, which is very unusual in a series. The Phillies can say, 
our our job was to get one of the two games. And while yeah, it's, it hurts to let that one get away when we had a four nothing lead, we're going back home. It's one one. We got the next three at home. We're feeling good, but. I feel like the Padres have to feel really good about where they are in this series as well. They beat one of the Phillies' top two pitchers. They got their bats going. They have the emotional lift of a comeback victory with a lot of momentum going into the next three games of the series. And they've played really well on the road all year. So there's no, you know, like, oh, trepidation at leaving Petco Park for the hostile environment of Citizens Bank Park. You know, Padres have hit well, hit better on the road than they have all year. So I feel like the Padres feel pretty good about where this series is right now at 1-1. I mean, I think, you know, the air has got to be out of the tires a little bit in Philly, you know, having a four-run lead. And they were talking about it uh, yesterday on the broadcast. They said, you know, when when you've got a four-run lead, and I know it was fairly early, you feel like you've got that game in hand. Now, we've seen some weird, weird games in the playoffs. The 8-1 lead that the Mariners had, they, they had they took Justin Verlander to the woodshed, Ben. I mean, you got to be feeling pretty good about an 8-1 lead. We know how that turned out. It is a uh, really deflating thing when that happens, to have a four-run lead, to have your ace. By the way, again, I said it on the air yesterday. We're going to talk to Eno Saris at 8:35. Eno Saris made a case that Aaron Nola was the best pitcher in baseball. In an article he released yesterday, right? So you got the best pitcher in baseball by fraction of, by a fraction of the the metrics, and you got a four run lead, and you lose that game. That's devastating. Well, going into yesterday's game in the long history of baseball in league championship series games, when a team gets a four run lead, their record was two hundred and sixty eight and twelve. Wow! In finishing off those games. So now it's 268 and 13 yep. uh, because the Padres pulled off a, a 0.043% comeback, at least historically. Uh, the Phillies were like 27 and 2 in those games in the playoffs when they had a four run lead. So, yeah, that is, a, that is an unlikely comeback when you are down four. Now, I think you have to also be putting on some blinders if you're a Phillies fan to think that that game. You got bodied in that game. Your rally came on a fairly lucky Dude. inning of minus of, the fairly. Yeah, I mean, soft contact, a sun fly ball. You didn't play that well yesterday. No. The Padres scored a lot. Uh, they play. They outplayed you pretty much start to finish. And it had been for that one inning where everything just seemed to go your way. And against Blake Snell, that could have been an eight to one or eight to two game quite easily in favor of the Padres. And that, that was unquestionably the most excruciating inning of the entire season for me because of well, when it came, um, I, I it bums me out. Like I hated to see it because I there is not one player on this team, Ben, not one. Not one guy I don't believe in. 26 men on this roster, I believe in every single one of them. There's not one. Usually with every team, you're like, oh, God, that guy, I can't wait till he goes. Not one. If this entire team came back as is next season, I would be elated. It's not going to happen. But if they did, this is the team. This is the team I love. I believe in them implicitly. Now, I was so bummed to see it happen. Uh, Juan Soto, when he went back for that ball, I mean, gone. I mean, there's just nothing like you say. There's nothing he can do. I, I don't. You know, that's always the tough one because when a guy drops a ball in the sun and can't see it, it obviously sometimes there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Right. But 
There are also good outfielders who somehow do manage to yes. catch those tough balls in the sun, and we know that Juan Soto, for all of his his great qualities, is not, or at least at this point in his career, is not a a plus plus outfield defender. Yep. And so that was a tough look right there. It was. Obviously, it, and if you're Blake Snell, man, you are just in shambles because that's a flyout. That's a it's a long flyout, but a long flyout is still an out. And you are absolutely in shambles. This is the biggest game of your your career to this point. And I know he's pitched in the World Series, and that was a really big game. But this is now, man. This is the here and the now. And you've got a chance to to even the series. And you're making the pitches you need, and your defense is letting you down. And I'll tell you, man, I was dead accurate lined up with Jerks and Profar. Like that, my, from my vantage point, my seat, I was where he was playing. Straight ahead of me was Jerks and Profar. That one actually made me more mad than the Juan Soto one. That one killed me. I, he, I, he had a beat on it the whole time, and he just pulled up at the last second. I mean, I was right here staring at him. I was 100 feet from him. And I went, what? What? What are you doing? Like, that's got to be made. Man, you could feel, like, the rage start to build up inside. Like, are we, we going to roll over right now for these guys? Man, come on. Like, we cannot go back down to, to nothing. And um, it just was what – it's Drury, that ground ball – Booted the ground ball, and it's like, here's Blake Snell walking off the mound. Um, his day complete later, five hits, four earned runs. I'm like, were they? Were they? I mean, he pitched so much better than his line well, and, presented. And I think I think we need to really take a moment here. We'll go through the highlights in a second. But Blake Snell, helped, he like won that game for the Padres. No question. By keeping them in it, he did not allow a hit or a run outside of that second inning. I mean, nothing. He allowed nothing. Struck out six, got through five innings. That is as gritty a pitching performance from someone that has been accused in the past of not being a a mental giant sometimes on the mound. It doesn't get more dire than that. Everything going against you in a playoff game at home in front of a loud 45,000 of your own fans and to bounce back and... You know, they were warming up Pierce Johnson. They were warming up Tim Hill. It could have been over for Blake in the second inning to come back, get through five, save your team in numerous ways. Not just that game, but the bullpen for the series, the impact that that Blake Snell's performance will reverberate throughout the entire series because of the toughness and grit that Blake Snell showed in that game yesterday. I was driving home, uh, uh, and there was still the game was still going on. I was driving home with Bo, passed out in the back, and Jesse Agler goes, you know, and I hope that this isn't taken, this is a quote, I hope this isn't taken the wrong way because it's not meant to be a knock on Blake Snell. But we've seen Blake Snell pitch enough to know that when things like that happen to him sometimes, there can be a bit of a spiral. And to be able to summon whatever it is within you to say, you know what, I got my good stuff today. I cannot. So what? What do we always say? So what? Guy got a hit. So what, Blake? Oh, you walk the guy. So what? Go get the next guy. You've got the stuff to do it. To be able to summon that in that moment and give up nothing after that. And I mean nothing. They couldn't sniff it. And I, I, I will say this. Had the Padres not scored so many runs, he was going back out to face Harper uh, in the next inning, but the, the the half inning took 45 minutes, so they're like, you know what, man, you gave us five. At 89 pitches 89 with pitches. a 37-minute layoff yeah, was, the, it was the right yeah, decision. Real quick, Ben, what was the stat you told me at one point, like after the fourth inning, like Blake Snell threw 37 pitches in yeah, the second he had 30 inning, and then pitches the in the first, first third and fourth, he only had 30 pitches to get through those three innings. 
had to get through 37 just in the second inning alone. He was great. He was phenomenal. In, in four man. of the five innings, he was absolutely great, and he had zero luck and zero help. Yep. In the second inning. And, and even the hits he gave up were absolute bleeders, man. Harper hit his fairly hard, I think. But other than that, man, it was it was Texas leaguer, duck fart, bleed city, man. And we're always saying, if Blake had just pitched, pitched a soft contact <laughs> a little he more. Did. He did. He did. He got soft contact. And it killed him that one inning. But he came back and, oh, man. Well, the comeback was the story. We'll get Jesse's calls. If you haven't heard Tony and Jesse, what it sounded like, it's always a treat. Uh, We'll have our Padres wrap-up when we come back. Stay tuned for that, and don't forget, you can download the free Odyssey app and follow 97.3 The Fan to receive push notifications when the Padres game starts. Again, thank you for listening to all of us at 97.3 The Fan. We'll be right back with Bennett Woods on 97.3 Yes, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You know, the vibes, as the kids say, Ben, right now are just, they're immaculate, aren't they? Everyone's got a little, Ben has a little wry smile on his face. I'm in a fantastic mood. Polly's in a great mood. The studio doesn't smell like garbage, fried squirrel anymore. Just good times right now. Let's, let's, Nothing like a playoff victory. Oh my God! To bless the mood. Oh, the mood is just unbelievably blessed. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. Throwback Thursday on Ben and Woods. Paulie found a great bit that we did about a year ago that is just amazing. I can't wait to hear it again. We will bring that back for you on a Throwback Thursday. Our Padres wrap up coming up first this hour on ninety-seven three. The fan brought to you by Goal Zero Solar Generators. Goal Zero's home backup systems power your fridge, lights, Wi-Fi, TV, and more, all with clean energy from the sun, which means you can have peace of mind when blackouts hit. Learn more at GoalZero.com. So, yeah, nice try, blackouts. You just got owned. I'm ready to hear some uh, radio highlights of yesterday's 
Come from behind, 8-5 to five win over the Philadelphia Phillies in Game 2 of the National League Championship Series at Petco Park. It's amazing. <laughs> we'll do that after traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Miss any of yesterday's Padres game? What's the matter with you? Forget it. That one is gonna go. We've got you covered, though. It's the Padres Wrap-Up with Ben and Woods. That is the ball game, and that is a winner. On 97.3 The Fan. This goes San Diego. 1-0 to ball. Here comes the pitch. No bunt. And a little liner over the head of the second baseman into right center field. That's a base hit. Harper rounding third. He'll come in and score. Castellanos trying to go first to third. He will. Now the ball kicks away from Manny, but backed up by Snell. Either way, that will allow Bohm to advance from first to second. And the Phillies take a 1-0 lead here on three balls that just barely got out of the reach of the Padre defenders. Right-handed hitter against Blake. Swings at the first pitch. Hits it in the air to right. Soto tracking it back towards the corner. Fighting the sun. Can't make the catch. Bounced in behind him. And at least one run is going to score. Soto with a quick recovery sends it home. And so Castellanos comes in. Everybody, of course, had to wait, expecting Soto to be able to make the catch. He could not. And so Bohm advances only to third. The batter, Veerling, ends up at second base with what I guess is going to be called an RBI double. But Soto, who made an error a couple of moments ago on a throw, now unable to defeat the garish son. And the fills with some tremendous batted ball luck here in the second inning against Blake Snell. Here's the one and one. Sosa broken bat flare out into left field. Profar charges in, can't make the catch. Again, everybody had to wait and see. The throw comes into second base. It'll be an RBI single for Sosa as Bohm crosses the plate. And now 3-0 Phillies here in the second. And the 1-0 pitch hammered towards the left field corner. That one is up and it is gone. A home run. Brandon Drury with his second hit of the postseason. A laser down the left field line. Just got it over that little fence in the left field corner. And the Padres are on the board. 4-1 Phillies in the second. Now Josh Bell, switch hitter, batting left-handed. Nola's first pitch hit in the air, deep down the right field line. Headed towards the pole. This one is going to go. A home run for Josh Bell. And on back-to-back pitches, the Padres hit back-to-back homers. And it's a 4-2 game in the second. Here's the 0-2. Kim runs and a base hit into right field. Hit and run to perfection. Kim's on his way to third. He will turn on his way. Segura cuts it. No throw home. And Austin gets Aaron again. It's a one-run game in the bottom of the fifth. What a beautiful piece of hitting by Austin Nola. Here it is, and Soto swings, hammers it towards the right field corner. That will get down, and a fair ball bouncing up against the wall. Nola has scored. The game is tied. Profar held in third, and Soto an RBI double. 4-4 in the fifth. Ready for another 3-2 from hand. Runners go. Here's the pitch, and Drury swings. Locks one into center field. That'll get down at a base hit. Profar has scored. Here comes Soto. A two-run single for Brandon Drury, and the Padres have come all the way back. Six unanswered runs, and they lead for the first time today. And the sliders hit hard into right field. And a base hit. He got it past Hoskins. Cronenworth will score. Drury's on his way to third. Another one. And it's 7-4 San Diego in the fifth. Here it comes on 2-2. Two and two, And Manny swings. Hits it in the air. Deep to left center field. This one way back. Good to go. On the ninth pitch of the at-bat, Manny Machado extends the lead. 8-4 San Diego here in the seventh, his third home run of the postseason. 
Nolan outside target, the one, two, swung on and missed. Got him with a changeup down and away. Might have tipped it into the catcher's mitt. Either way, it doesn't matter. Josh Hader strikes out the side again. He's got eight consecutive strikeouts going back to the Dodgers series. And most importantly, the Padres an 8-5 to five win here in game two. They have evened the NLCS at a game apiece. Yeah, in big spots. So, I mean, those guys are here for a reason. And they all have track records. You look at their numbers over the course of this year, and they're all good. So, those are the guys we're going to keep running out there. It's my manager, man. That's my manager. Has, uh, has more faith than a lot of the rest of us. Uh, Speak for yourself. Needing to, you know, get some production out of the middle of his order. Puts in Brandon Drury and Josh Bell back-to-back. Two guys who have not performed consistently in the postseason. And those two guys lift the Padres to victory with five hits, five runs batted in. Back-to-back home runs there in the bottom of the second to start the comeback. And uh, it's really, I mean, they ended up being the critical guys in the 8-5 to victory over the Phillies yesterday. The uh, broadcast again, John Smoltz was talking about, you jump out to a 4 nothing lead and you've got your ace on the mound, again, potentially the best pitcher in baseball. You are feeling so good right now. If you are in the Philadelphia dugout, if you are in the field, you are just feeling like we've got this one in the bag. We're going home up to nothing. We're going we're gonna to roll these guys. These guys are going to give up. Those two home runs, again, it's just two runs. It's two solo shots. You still have a two-run lead. It takes so much wind out of your sails if you're the Philadelphia Phillies. Smoltz talked about it. He said, man, things like that have happened so much in the game of baseball. He goes, it's happened to me in my career where, man, we're cruising. We're great. Ah, okay, it's just one run. Ah, now it's two. And they've cut the lead in half on two swings. It's uh, The boxing analogy is... You go into the ring against the heavyweight champ, and you're you've lost the first two or three rounds. You're getting dominated, but you draw some blood and show we okay. I can, th- I can do I this. Can do this. We can get to this guy, and it just gives everybody confidence going forward. Uh, the five run rally there in the bottom of the fifth inning, just just a great, it's just unreal, great bit of baseball. I I mean, just starting with first of all, oh. Hassan Kim scoring from first on a single. You don't see that very often. He, you know, he was in motion. How about the hit and so, run there? So he got, yeah, he got, he got the head start, and it was a long single. But you rarely see that. I we used to laugh because Jerry Coleman always used to remind everybody, well, it's a three-two count, so the runner will be going, which means he can score from first on a long single. And it's like they never score from first on a single. It's got to be a double to score from first. But Kim, some perfect base running perfect, there man. as Austin Nola gets to his brother again. You know, family versus family, and and gets that run home. And then Juan Soto may not be having a dominant postseason, but he has come up with some big, big hits for the Padres when they've needed them. I'm so tired of the Juan Soto slander. It's making me literally insane. This guy is 23 years old. Now he's going to turn 24 on Tuesday. Fine. He's, He's young enough to be my child. I love that guy. I'm happy he's here. How could you not be? How could you not be happy with Juan Soto? I mean, has he been gangbuster since he's gotten here? No, man. You know he had some back issues, right, that I'm sure he's still fighting through. Um, he is he's asked to do a lot. There's a lot of weight on his shoulders getting traded. By the way, and again, I was some guy like made a – some guy made a burner account yesterday, just signed up like four days ago to let me know that the Padres have no rings and that we traded our whole farm system for Juan Soto. 
you're not telling me there's a tremendous amount of pressure on a guy that you just, you know, hey, man, this team gave up a fortune for me. I need to come through every single time. And, and again, like, let's stop, let's stop riding Juan Soto. Yeah, he's not hitting bombs right now. But, man, the, the, the hits that he has delivered, Ben, have been so unbelievably clutch. So he ties the game with a, an 0-2 pitch double into the corner. And then I feel like, uh, you know, Manny strikes out, but then the critical decision by Rob Thompson decides to go to his bullpen. He wants to go lefty-lefty, gets the former Padre Brad Hand to face Jake Cronenworth, knowing if he doesn't get Cronenworth, then he's got the righty who dominates lefty's Drury behind him. Nola had had taken care of Jake in the first couple of at-bats pretty handily, but he decided, you know, Nola's faltering, go with the lefty, gets to, I think, a 2-2 pitch, and he hits Jake Cronenworth, and that brings Brandon Drury up, who then, you know, gets the two-run single that puts the Padres ahead for good. Should they have left Nola in? Should they have done something different? Did Rob Thompson make a mistake there in his bullpen usage? I mean, the only way to look at it is that yes, he did because it didn't work. I mean, that's that's you're again in Philly this morning. They're screaming about that move amongst others. Uh, I actually thought, you know, it's it's tough when you've got your ace on the mound and he's at eighty pitches or whatever. You are tempted to leave him in, but the Padres were on him. They were on him, Ben. And if you were going to make a move, I thought you might have waited a little bit too long. But again, if it was if the roles were reversed. I'd probably be in here defending um, Bob Melvin today, saying, no, man, that's our ace on the mound. Like, he'd handled this guy, whatever. He goes to Brad Hand, who, by the way, I don't – I know he's a lefty and everything. Is Brad Hand the most trustworthy guy you've got in your bullpen? Probably not. Uh, I would have seen if um, – isn't Sir Anthony – isn't he a lefty as well? Sir Anthony – He came in in the um, first game. He's a lefty, isn't he? I'm trying to remember. Sir Anthony. I didn't think Mingus. so, but that's... Is he not? Is he a righty? Um, I, listen, it was a great move for the Padres. Slider gets away, hits Cronenworth, and now Drury comes up, and you're toast, man. The three-batter minimum, three-batter minimum rule strikes again, and Brandon Drury goes out and does what he does and, uh, you know, essentially wins that game for you. And it's just the whole lineup contributed, you know, top to bottom almost. And uh, he's a righty. Okay. I didn't know that. I thought he was a lefty. Um... You know the thing about Manny too. I saw I saw some some tweets going out about Manny yesterday. Oh man, he's just not clutch. He's not he's not clutch. Like he comes up in some moments where you're you're praying that he gets the job done. Sack fly, you know, single, whatever. Obviously, he wants it. He's gotten us here. You know what never slumps for Manny is that ridiculous, ridiculous defense. And when there was a threat later in the game, nobody nobody in the world make I mean the double play he turned was spectacular my dad texted me he goes who makes that play I go nobody I know except him yeah unsung moment because um obviously you know Robert Suarez finally showed a bit of uh, being a human giving yeah. up the the well, he, home run to Reese Hoskins and he then, got am bush and then there's a run then he gets a runner on and the Phillies are probably thinking okay this is our comeback inning and Manny snuffs it with a beautifully turned Double play there to get Suarez out of trouble. Just and unreal. That was pretty much the moment I thought the game was over. Yeah, me too. Me, me too. I mean, the threat the threat was dead right there. The footwork that he displayed. Again, they talked about it on the broadcast. His throw hits Hassan Kim right in the breadbasket. Every time. They said every time this guy makes a throw, he's his, he, not even looking at the base. His IQ is unparalleled. His footwork unparalleled. Nobody makes that play as smoothly as Manny does. And he got Harper by a step. 
was brilliant. And I think uh, would be remiss if you didn't shout out Nick Martinez. 100%. Gave up a double to Bryce Harper, then retired six in a row there when the Padres had the lead. That was critical. And then you heard Josh Hader closing it out. Those eight straight strikeouts, by the way, new MLB postseason record. This team's unbelievable. For Josh Hader. Get on board. That's where we are. 1-1 in the series. We'll come back. Hour number two. I'll play a little uh, real or fake on a throwback Thursday for a chance to qualify to go to Las Vegas. It's all coming up next on 97.3 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 